hello. Welcome to Ami Tuckered Out. I am Ami Tucker Ravel, and I am with my boy Nazar. What's going on? Oh, nothing much, man. We are back. We are back, yeah. We are still continuing after our relaunch last time with a pretty awesome episode with Shibana and Raj. Hopefully, if you guys haven't checked it out, go and check that out. It's a very fun episode. And it's basically about you in, in Bendonville, in Arkansas. Yeah, kind of uh, the move here, how it's been here, and then how I found these amazing South Asian creatives that live here and all yeah. the cool stuff they've been doing and how they felt about living here. Yeah, um, reminding people that Arkansas is in, is in fact a state. Yes, it's a state um, and it's cool. It's actually cool, it, guys. And I'm a yeah, city girl. A lot so. <laughs> yeah, it does for sure. So um, it, it, it was a nice way to start off the, I guess, the relaunch of season one. Yeah. Yes. And so then today, Nazar, who do we have? Today, we've got someone, we, uh, we reached out uh, to somebody from Paper Samosa. It's the founder and creator of Paper Samosa, Simi Patel. And so we're going to have her on. Simi, uh, I mean, she'll talk about it in the episode, but she's done a lot of things in her life and finally needed an outlet. And she started creating her own artwork and uh, merchandise, which is now known as Paper Samosa. It's pretty big on Insta. We'll definitely give you guys links if you just go to Paper Samosa at paper.samosa you will find all of her stuff uh, on there it's pretty pretty cool yeah and you know i think the reason why i reached out to her is because she is doing something unique you know she is a copywriter um who is also an artist and has combined those talents um along with social messaging and um cultural traditions uh and humor i guess to create A a lot of humor yeah yeah to create these cool products and cards um, and so the reason why I actually reached out to her is because of her IG. Uh, her posts just make me smile. And I love what she does. And it's such a feel-good product. Um, and so I had to – and then I called her and asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast. We talked for an hour and a half. I just absolutely fell in love with her. And so – Yeah, she, she's such a swell person and very wholesome. Like, you'll you'll hear her talking in the episode today. But um, – Wow. Like it's 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 somebody that you'd want to hang out with, that you'd want to have pushing you to follow your dreams, because that's what she ultimately did. And so you'll hear her whole journey. It's uh, and you'll also hear some things you wouldn't have thought you'd be hearing today. Um, <laughs> it's not uh, it's not for the faint of heart, but no, it's a lot of fun, though. It's, it's funny. Definitely. So uh, yeah. her interview is up next. Hi, Emmy. How are you? Thanks for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. This is very cool to have you. Thank you. You know, let's start off with the basics. Tell me a little bit about your childhood. Um, I know you were (laughs) born in London and then you moved here. Do you remember London or was that really early on? Um, So I was born and raised in London. It was the first 10 years of my life. So pretty, a pretty hefty chunk. I remember quite a bit, but I think my main years of like, you're a little more developed I don't know that can you say that about a kid like a little more developed yeah. um yeah like the kind of, the main yeah. years of your life I was in North Carolina so those are a little yeah. more uh cohesive and a little better better memories of those times so grew up in in North Carolina till mm. till when How at 18 mm-hmm. yeah. and then college college I went to UGA okay. uh, University of Georgia nice. were you always focused on becoming a copywriter <laughs> no um okay. I actually had no idea what I wanted to do 
And I've always been terrified of having one of those corporate jobs because I'm like, how am I ever going to have a job? Like, I I can't imagine myself. Like, I, I've never been able to imagine myself being put together and, like, wearing heels or whatnot or what I imagine people wear in corporate America and, like, going to my little desk. And God knows, I, I was just, I couldn't even imagine, like, what people do behind their desks for that long every day. And then they just come back and, I don't know say, honey, I am home or something. I don't know. And then do Um, it all over again. Do it all over again, you know? And I was like, okay, well, but I did know I wanted to pursue psychology, not pursue it, but I wanted to learn about it. I just, I find um, human behavior and people just, I find them so interesting. I can, I like just what goes on in people's brains and how they think and what makes them do what they do. And like, being able to get in the minds of every person was like really interesting. And, um, but not to go on too long about that. I, I didn't want to go into psychology. I didn't want to pursue uh, psychiatry was trying to figure out what my main job would be, you know, like that was just for like, you know, a passion of mine, but, um, yeah, what I would want to do in my day to day took me a little bit of, uh, changing around and hopping in and out. And I was so many things. I was interior design for like, a semester I was and I hopped out I got into oh I was um uh pre-vet so I was in the <laughs> agriculture program which they were super psyched about because I was the one percent of diversity that they had and I did <laughs> some say. unspeakable <laughs> things on a farm you wouldn't even imagine okay please please tell us one thing we have to hear one story oh gosh unspeakable because unspeakable. you know this is oh. rated r here so we're good okay if it, okay if it's rated r I feel like you're like damaged by this. I am. So. I'm so broken by this. In fact, I probably need to use my psychology degree on myself. Yeah, I had to um, castrate a, a piglet. I know, Nazar, you're totally like what? I was not expecting it to go there. I mean, you asked for R. Wow. How, how did you deal with, with that afterwards? Oh my gosh. The lady had to come up to me and be like, because I, I was like between these two like dilemmas. Like, I can't hurt this baby pig. And you need an A. <laughs> like, <laughs> you cannot fail this class. Screw you, pig. I need an A. I know. I know. <laughs> it was so bad. It like broke my heart. And the thing is, the natural reaction for a pig in general, like even if you're not doing anything to it, is to squeal because yeah. it does not want to be near anything, right? It just wants to be with its mama. <sighs> I'm like, I know I'm breaking your hearts right now. And you didn't no, no. You went straight into like spasm, Silence of the Lambs where but... it's like you just hear the, the lambs screaming. And it's like, when are they going to stop? <laughs> when are they going to stop, Simi? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> You are the first person I have met that has castrated mm. a pig. So, you know I what? I hope Kudos. I'm the last because <laughs> that was traumatic. And the reason for it is, if anybody cares, is um, the testosterone makes the meat too um, tough and it doesn't taste wow. as good. So it just, it was appalling. Wow. Yeah. And I dropped the major right after. I was like, I can't. I mean, and, and I know like that was just a different course to get. Yeah. I just was so like, I'm, yeah. I'm over this. And it's like the whole production industry that's a yeah. whole nother topic but i mean to see it from behind the yeah. scenes i was like this is rough well this simi cool. we have to we have to have an episode on this now oh my gosh <laughs> so. you you bring up the good point where it's like sometimes college is that time of experimenting a lot of people are like i want to be a doctor and then you realize you know six months into it oh i don't like blood yeah so i can't do this 100 so i've met i've or, met people like that who, or you get to see an organic chem totally not like like i got that doctor still needs organic chem can i I ask or has ever needed organic chem (laughs) get out of here organic it's not on me i'll tell you (laughs) not me i did not get to see an organic chem and then switch majors for four like four times oh my gosh oh my gosh um so okay so you are at uga yes 
doing the pig thing. Yeah. And then right after I was like, okay, not for me. Um, also can't, can't handle, I can't see things suffer. I can't see anyone suffer. I can't even see people be upset. It really breaks my heart. Um, so I was like, okay, so medicine and all of that is probably, I, it would be draining for me. So I, uh, went for pharmacy. I was like, oh, well, you know, let's do something close to what all of my friends are doing. And, And I, can handle pills like who can't handle pills and um uh, I, I can tell you a lot of americans yeah. cannot because yeah. we're having an epidemic right that's a whole other episode guys <laughs> oh my gosh i love this i love this tangential episode that we're creating yeah, yeah so then i was like pre-farm and then i realized they had advertising but you have to get into the school for advertising which is the school of journalism so while i waited for that um got into that and then at one point i was psychology pre-farm and advertising and then that's amazing it was I was like you know I think I'm like one credit away from completing every degree they had to offer to be honest <laughs> but uh I was I was having a conversation with my, my friend at the time and um she literally talked to me and she's like look I don't know I know you well and I have no idea what you're doing with these this pharmacy degree like I just don't see you as a pharmacist and that night I mean something hit me because that night I went home and I just like dropped it nice and I was just pre uh psychology and advertising and went forward with that um, the crazy thing is that the advertising degree, though it's cool, it didn't really help me in any sense because it wasn't creative advertising. It was more like the media and the account mm. and all of that stuff. Right. Um, so afterwards, I went to a portfolio school in Atlanta called the Creative Circus. They, Their creatives are kind of the ones who go into the advertising world. And there's a few other big ones, which is like VCU and Miami Ad. And um, that's where you're going to get your and, – and, you know, obviously other schools and other – institutions have their programs, but these are the ones that kind of um, get kids into the creative fields and okay. jobs and advertising. So that's kind of like a grad school. So it's funny because um, I'm kind of like an impulsive person and I, I'm not very good at like thinking ahead. I, I wouldn't get that from what you've described, <laughs> but keep going. Pretty far walker. <laughs> I mean. I am like, I, like I, I just, I don't really look into things. I don't really like overthink I don't really research and stuff I kind of just be like okay that's cool sounds good enough let's jump in and see what happens sort of thing you are we're twins I love that yeah and you know like knock on wood it's it's done me well and hopefully it will continue but um yeah I kind (laughs) of showed up to this portfolio school and didn't really I mean I kind of knew as much as you guys knew I was like okay well it's a creative advertising place like not really sure much else, but I know I want to do creative advertising, so I'll figure out the rest as I get in. And they're like, okay, so do you want to be a copywriter or an art director? And I was like, I don't know. Let's uh, find out what those things are. Yeah. And um, I kind of like nudged towards the copywriting. And as I got in, they kind of, there were a lot of copywriters and not enough art directors, and you kind of have to partner up. And so it's kind of a cutthroat environment at the end of the day, right? Because yeah. um, they don't assign you. You just have to like be good enough for people to want to work with you or else you're going to have like a really weird portfolio coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I started, um, they were trying to convert me into an art director because they're like, you can do the work. So um, why don't you do this? And in my head, I'd already decided I want to be a copywriter. Like I love the words and I have never looked back since. Like I yeah. love the words. I can do words all day and they just make me so happy and it's like yeah. challenging and um, I absolutely love it. 
Uh, See, you had a focus. You weren't that random. Thank you. Sort yeah. of. Yeah. yeah I kind of had like a vague outline sort of thing yeah. and was yeah. just kind of figuring it out and making the outline a little more clear as I went along. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So I, that's, that's how I got into copywriting. Oh, and you, I'm sure you want to know what copywriting is. is yes. Know? I, you know what? Let's <laughs> talk about it. What is copy? I mean, people have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah. But what is copywriting? Copywriting is, uh, copywriters essentially are the wordsmiths in advertising. So basically it takes the art director and copywriter to work together to come up with campaign ideas. So I'm going to give you an example of, uh, ones you're probably familiar with, like yeah. the Nike ads, for example, right? Um, the Just Do It campaign, the creative team came up with that. So they would have to come together and be like, okay, how are, are we going to um, create this message? How are we going to get people excited? How do we brand Nike as this like epic thing? And they come up with this idea and then the copywriter writes the words, like, you know, the lines and helps with the scripts and um, does, uh, you know, the radio spots, the... Um, any kind of writing that you see out there is a copywriter's yeah. job. And, you know, they work hand in hand with an art director to make it come to life and make sure like everything is working cohesively and, and both people's ideas are coming into play. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, basically I'm your ad writer. You're an ad writer. Okay. But writer. you're also obviously are an artist in a way too, correct? Or is that something you discover later? So I've always loved art. I've, it's, I've always been super passionate about it. Like since I was in high school, I get like super jazzed about like colorful stationery I see in an office environment. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to use it for. I don't even use like nothing even looks good on those like post-it notes or anything yeah. like that. But it's just like I love colors and I love like things that could turn into something cool. Um, I absolutely love this. I need you to come to my house in Bentonville and play with my daughter Anya because she says the same thing. Oh my! You know what? <laughs> That's why they leave all of the um, the gifts that my nieces get. They like leave them unopened until I visit, and then we both just attack them. Yeah, because you'd be super <laughs> fun to play with. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. So um, okay, so now you're in SF. Is, was that shift after graduate school for the job? Yeah. So. Um, while I was in school, there was a, this is kind of a funny story too. Um, so I was in Atlanta for portfolio school and there was this huge like storm that came in and, you know, Atlanta's not prepared for snowstorms. So we were kind of my, um, I lived with a designer at the time and uh, a good friend of mine. And uh, so we got snowed in, uh, got kind of antsy and decided to enter this uh, uh, one show competition, student one show. And that's in New York. And so we created this thing, submitted it, and ended up winning, which was really exciting. We were like nice. one of sixteen people worldwide, which was like, what? That was like That's cool. amazing. Yeah. What was, was the what was the project that you put together or the presentation? It was um, let me see if I can remember. It was basically for City Harvest, uh, the okay. food bank, and we had to come up with like a cool campaign for it. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so we won that and ended up going and she pushed me to put my portfolio together because it was also creative week. And like, I mean, Amiya, as we've discussed, like technology is not my friend and I get very overwhelmed by it. And yeah. she's incredible because she refused to do it for me. I mean, I never asked her to, I would never, but like she was like, you can do this. And she sat down and taught me and yeah. like I had to do it myself and put it together. And it was incredible because when we went to creative week, um, there was a creative director review who helps like who looks at your portfolios and tells you what to improve because you have one more semester to get it together. And um, this one recruiter from Butler, Shine, Stern and Partners, which is an agency in Sausalito, looked at my portfolio and offered me an internship. 
um, that started in three weeks. And yeah. as we talked about my impulsiveness, <laughs> yes. I actually, I talked to a lot of people before I did it and was like, mom, dad, is this cool? And they're like, we don't know what you're doing. Yeah, go for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So bless their heart. I mean, they have just been so supportive and gosh, I'm so sorry for whatever I put them through, but, um, yeah, I had, I dropped out of school, uh, gave up my apartment and moved to Sausalito to take this position. And, uh, my designer friend also, got pulled out as well and uh, we got hired full-time and then nice. I worked there for two years and just kind of got in the industry yeah nice Very cool. yeah. can you talk about some uh, current projects you're working on as a copywriter like what have been some of your favorite projects I think honestly the first two agencies I worked at I had a lot of fun with the clients um, mm -hmm. in the first agency I had a lot of fun working on Mini Cooper uh, those clients are incredible and they're really willing to do a lot of fun stuff yeah, um, which we've linked in the uh, show notes. So if you guys want to check it out, she's got a full page of different projects that she's worked on. The Mini Cooper stuff she's talking about right now is on there too. It's very cool. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, they have like a really cheeky brand and um, and it was really fun. That was some of the more interesting stuff that I worked on. And then when I went to uh, BBDO in, in Chicago after, I think that was super fun because I got to do a lot of production work. So basically, when you write ads, you get to go to L.A. to help um, bring them to life and you get to cast everyone and interview everyone and yeah. um, be behind the scenes and working directly with the directors. And it's really cool because you get to work with these big directors. Like I worked with um, the director of uh, um, uh, Harold and Kumar. Cool. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. And then um, for another one, uh, the director of Zombieland. And nice. you're just like oh, shooting these, cool. the, these, these commercials with them and it's. It's super fun. It's such a great experience. Oh, I'm sure. Wait, so you were in Chicago for a while? I was in Chicago for nine months, yeah. Okay, I usually sure. like round it up to a year just so people don't think I had like a child and left or anything. Like, yeah, but it yeah. was like, yeah. I was about to say, I was just, <laughs> I was think, like, just thinking that. I was uh, like, yeah, was like child listen, I, mean, I did not have a kid there. Yeah. So then let's get into it. Paper Samosa. Yes. Let's talk about the beginnings of it. Okay. How did it, how did it start? How did the idea come about? And um, most importantly, why samosas? Yeah, all good questions, mostly the samosas part. <laughs> um, so how it started was uh, I kind of always had this itch to do something for myself. Like every time I go out and I see like creative like things out in the environment, I'm like, that's so cool and I want to do it. You know, I want to make this stuff. Um, but you just never know what to do or when to do it, especially when you have you have a whole world of options, right? Yeah. And so you just don't. And I think Paper Samosa kind of came out naturally, which I think was the best case scenario for it. And it happened when I got ahead of um, Rukshab on then, which I never do. I always wait for last minute. And my mom's, she's been like reminding me the entire year. And I'm like, oh, it's Rukshab on then already? And it's like <laughs> yeah. two weeks late already. Yep. Um, but I really loved making cards for my brothers because it was, you know, in the creative industry, it's great. But it's not just you. You have to take into account everyone else's opinions, what they want, um, and it ends up not being 100% Yours. what you thought yeah. it would be. Um, and this was the opportunity for me to just play and do what I wanted and just create something for fun. And this time, because I got ahead of it, I could make a few extra designs 
and I just posted them and my friends want, who were also last minute, obviously, were like so excited about them, wanted to buy them. And it was so exciting for me. And it, like, I just felt a rush that I hadn't felt in so long that I was like, this makes me happy. And yeah. I really enjoy this. And so initially I was like, okay, I'll make cards and I'll do some for Diwali. And I did that, but I was like, I think there's more to this. You know, I think this is more than cards. I think this is more than Rakshabandhan. And again, I had no idea what I was going to do. And I just started creating and I just started making. I kind of figured, I don't know everything right now, but I feel like if I just keep making, it'll figure itself out. Mm -hmm. And where Paper Samosa came from, uh, I couldn't really tell you. I think it was just a naming exercise I did and I it was the one that spoke to me. And yeah. I was just like, mm -hmm. I like the sound of this. I just kind of, and I love samosas. And yeah. I don't really know too many people who don't love samosa. Yeah. And, it and just, everyone knows what samosas are. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And it kind of just, I don't know, it just felt like something, um, paper kind of felt handmade. Yeah. And um, samosa just spoke to the culture of it and right. the goodness and how it fills your bill with happiness, you know? Yes. And I was kind of hoping yeah. to I mean, bring the same. I absolutely love all your posts. Did you just oh, did you just you. put together a new card in front of us right now? Oh, what did I say? I feel happiness. like it. I feel like yeah. I feel like me and Nazar should be on the next card. I feel like that too. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like that's going to be adorable. Yeah. So initially, was it just cards? Because obviously, and we'll get into this um, soon. You have a lot of products on your web website as well. Um, so was it was initially just cards, and then it turned into products, kind of naturally, organically, I guess. I actually stopped cards almost immediately after Rakshabandhan oh, because okay. what happened is I had to print everything and I had to do everything and because I wasn't getting many t 10 to 20 cards I was getting orders on and in order mm -hmm. to go to a print shop you have to get at least like 650 or you know the ones that I know here at least it's it there's a minimum amount and then I'd be sitting on a bunch of cards um so I was just doing them one off at a time yeah. and it was exhausting and like Rakshabandhan is one of those holidays where cards make sense because yes. it's the younger generation who sends cards to their brothers and they and, and now sisters as well and they yeah. want something fun they want to like kind of you know get their brothers excited about it and be like you know this is cool yeah. this is yeah that worked well for that day um but then when Diwali came around I like made the images but I just didn't promote it as a card I was like this it doesn't seem like the right thing for this okay um and then I just, I stopped the production altogether because to be very honest, any type of logistics gives me anxiety and it freaks me out. And I, I'm sure I like black out a little bit and I just, I can't handle it. And I, yeah. So it was taking away from the fun that yeah. Paper Samosa had created for me and the outlet that it was meant to be. Sure. So yeah. I um, just focused on creating, you know, just for the sake of creating. And I created and created and always had it in the back of my, my mind to create merchandise, but kept finding reasons to put it off because there would be so many obstacles and so many things to learn. And, and, and again, it would just stress me out and, and take away from that positive experience that this was bringing me. Yeah. And then I had a lot of support and, and people telling me like, you need to do this. You mm -hmm. need to sit down. It's going to suck, but you need to focus and do it. And I think there was a point where I was like, my work is great. And I loved my coworkers. I think that's why I showed up every day. Like they were my family and yeah. I looked forward to going in on Mondays. Yeah. Um, Which is rare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this was something that I needed to do work-wise. So I quit my job and focused 100% oh, wow. on paper samosa 
and sat wow. down and I figured out Shopify and I figured out, um, you know, vendors and how to get this stuff across. And I made it all happen. And the first time I like, I put it all up, I didn't launch it or anything, but when I put it all up and I ordered samples, I was like, I hate them because I had just basically like put my image from Instagram onto these items. And I was like, yeah. I hate all of this. I wouldn't wear any of this, you know? Yeah. And then again, I, I kind of gave up again and I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on making again. And then I got another kick to be like, you need to do this. And I was like, okay. And I got back on there and you know, it was, it took me one sitting in a Joe and juice to just go in there and reformat all of my designs. And, you know, some of them are just copy heavy and some of them are repositioned to look nice on a t-shirt. And, you know, I worked with all of them to make sure that each of these pieces was something that I was proud of and something that I would want to buy and have in yeah. my home. Yeah. And after that, it just took like, right. Like, I mean, this was totally unnecessary, but I went in and had so much fun writing the copy for all of the um, items, which I really don't think anybody reads, but that was actually the most time consuming part for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I looked at it, ordered samples, was happy and finally launched in July. So that wow. was the process that led up to that. Um, well, kudos to you for a, I didn't know you actually quit your day job. So, yes. I mean, yeah. that that's, you know, I mean, that means you're all in yeah. and it sounds like, you know, a very common, not path, but people, everyone that I've known that has kind of quit their day jobs and, and started doing their own thing. I mean, you're going to get run into bumps and you're going to want to quit. And yeah. it feels like you're, you're, yeah, you're doing it the right way. I mean, I, I don't know, Nazar, if you, you've checked out her IG, I absolutely love every single one of your posts. I look oh forward gosh, to them every day. So yeah, it's, 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 and it's very for, unique. For people that might not, and it's very not be seeing it. Yeah, it's very unique. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely a, a mesh of one cultures. You've got humor. Give me, give us an example of, uh, one of your more popular items just so people have an idea. Sure. Well, first, thank you so much. Um, I think my most popular images are, I would have to say the Majama in my pajamas onesie. Yes, I love it. Yeah. I'm and looking at your products right now. Yeah. I already, I already know a few that I want to order. So. Yay. Sorry, continue. That makes me so excited. <laughs> um, yeah, that one really took off. And um, what was great about that is I I get very nervous about promoting and, and I'm, I really want to create a solid campaign before I start promoting stuff. But what was really cool about that was immediately when I got a picture of a baby wearing that onesie, I posted it and people <laughs> went nuts, you know, like yeah. the baby, first of all, is the cutest baby I've ever seen I saw seen that in my picture. Yeah. So and some cute. days when I'm just having a bad day, I kind of look at it yes. and I'm like, man, she is having pajama. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, such a cute picture. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what people were seeing a lot of merchandise wise and it just kind of took off. Um, another one that's super popular is the Who Run the World shirt. Yeah, mm -hmm. getting a lot of a lot of people excited about that one. The Chai Bay mug. Is I'm just one. looking at that. So the Chai Bay <laughs> mug is yeah. this auntie slash ba slash yeah, and it says my mom bad, my mom hood, my mom make chai like your mom wish she could. It's so good, it's so good. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting that one too. Um, oh and, I, and I love the the dance like no aunties are watching. Oh yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's pillow, a big one too. And I think you have another. Um, no, it's it's very very funny stuff. There's we have a, a nephew who's just turned one year, and it's like there's definitely things there. I'm definitely gonna put him in a hold me closer tiny dosa. Oh. 
uh, onesie. Yeah. But it's like some of your some of the artwork and some of the copy. It's definitely a play on uh, pop culture and movies. Mm-hmm. You've got one that's a definitely like a the Harry Met Sally. It's a you yeah. had me at Kemcho, <laughs> which is so quite good. funny. It's and all so good. You're it's like yeah, I like that you are. It's that subsect of people that like uh, pop culture and things like that, and also who are speak the language or understand the phrase that that is who you're aiming for you're aiming for people to because right now with clothing there's so many sites users will submit their things and they kind of crowdsource their images and and t-shirts and there's so many sites where it's up for 24 hours if you don't buy within that 24 hours you'll never get to buy this cool design ever again and it's like it's not a mass-produced product, right. right? It's something that you put your soul into, yeah. and and it shows. Yeah, I think oh, with your products, you. definitely. I mean, we we've seen stuff out there, you know, somewhat in the same family, but yours definitely. It's a it's just a perfect blend of cultural references, uh, humor, and then like like Nazar said, pop culture. Um, I, just, I I do find it to be very unique. And which Aww. which is key in the in this industry, I'm sure. Thank um, you so and so, much. Yeah. I guess the next question is, you know, how do you choose the concept and ideas? Obviously, a lot of it is in Gujarati. Yes. So yes. a lot of, and I try to do some in um, Hindi as well to make yeah. it because I know that is kind of the. But Gujarati is just language. such a funny language, isn't in it? General, it's so yeah. awesome. I mean, with my with my ideas and stuff, honestly, I don't stress myself out to have these great. You know, I need to come up with something. I need, you know, I don't post every day. Um, cause I think, it Which will... I, you know what? Good for you. Not having the stress of doing that every day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I want whatever I create to be something that I'm like, Oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, if I, if I force myself to do it every day or force myself like, okay, you need to do this or you need to do this, it would start feeling forced and you would yeah. start seeing it through the work. Um, but I kind of let my day-to-days inspire me, you know, like I, like my conversations with people, you know, you just said like, oh, you just came up with your next card just like through conversation, right? Or, you know, when I'm home and I see something and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Or like, I can just like think of them or, you know, sometimes when I'm sleeping, like in my first stage of sleep before I get to bed, like my idea, my brain will just kind of soar. Yeah. But they Mm -hmm. just, you know, when I get these ideas, I'll kind of write them down in a notepad or, you know, be like, oh, that's an interesting thing. Simi, so you got to do an Evu Kevu one because that's my favorite Guju. Evu Kevu. Evu Kevu and then uh, Sakar Teti. Oh my God, Sakar Teti is so funny. Yeah, like, how so, did that even happen? I don't know. It's amazing. So uh, Anya has a onesie with the cantaloupe and then Sakar Teti above it. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure you can do something amazing with those two. I'll, I'll, oh. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep throwing you my favorite yes, Juju phrases. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, continue. Um, these ideas just come kind of as I'm day to day, day to day. Yeah, just doing my thing. Or I feel if, you know, your problems. You know, they're most real. They're the most um, relatable when they're actually happening to you. Well, I think look on social media nowadays is actually being real. I feel like is key, and people say that but they yeah. don't fall through. And I think all your stuff is real. I knew I'd like Aww. you before we even met just because that's like so, it reflects who you are. That's actually such a cute pickup line. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Try. Try. I still, I still got it. Heck yeah, you do. <laughs> so um, ultimate goals. Do you, ha- ultimate do you have goals. any or is it is it still more of the let's see how let's see what happens? I think it is a lot more in the realm of let's see what happens. Just kind of rolling with the punches. And it's great because in doing this and in creating this stuff, it 
allows for such cool collaborations to naturally appear you know like just like you guys approached me like this is so cool like regardless of you know even the podcast is amazing but even meeting you guys is so cool um and you meet such incredible people and the opportunities kind of present themselves and so i kind of roll with that there's nothing i'm proactively doing right now yep. and i i really enjoy that and i think if there's something i want like it, as i'm doing things it might inspire me to go in a certain direction or pave the path in a different way yep um but as of right now there's there's nothing really uh, in the works. No, that's good. Speak. I mean, that's, yeah. look, I, I agree with that philosophy. That's the way I have worked and I'm still in one piece. And so yes. I think, um, as I, I think, you know, what, what stresses you out and what doesn't, exactly. and it kind of the negatives and positive energy stuff in your life. So 100%. You stick with that. And, yeah. um, okay. So what are you currently working on or is there any future projects you can talk about? So right now, I did this really exciting collaboration with uh, the Chai Mamas to support the MAMCF Foundation, the Mommy and Me Cancer Foundation for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, mm -hmm. So I created this uh, this piece of artwork that I turned into a mug, and basically all profits from that mug will go to the MAMCF. Um, I don't want to say foundation because then it's foundation foundation, but. Um, that's really exciting right now and it feels so good to be able to help such an incredible foundation i mean that's amazing well we'll definitely link that on our notes as well yes yeah yes. no absolutely um so i just launched that on the start of october and it has been incredible to see how many people have been so supportive and sharing it on their stories and just really rooting for it um so that's been real i think that's been my most favorite project to date to be oh, honest that's yeah amazing and that was a really special piece because I made it for my mom for Mother's Day and uh she just means the world to me so that's why this foundation is like I just you know we got to help our moms yeah no totally yeah. I'm gonna start mm -hmm. crying now oh <laughs> and so you know I was re I know you had an article that you sent me oh teal mango yeah yeah um mm -hmm. and you had kind of mentioned it there but kind of want to hear it in your own words um what is the one thing you would like your followers to take away from Paper Samosa and, and what you're doing? Honestly, I just want it to bring a smile to their face. Like, that's it. I want them to look at it and just, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to think about anything. I don't want you to get upset about anything. I don't want, you know, to, to make you do anything. I just want it to be something that you're like, oh, I get it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that kind of made my day. It's a little like... I want that in my home. I want a piece of my culture in my home, but something that's also lighthearted and, and friendly and, and I want to have on my walls for a while or I want to wear. Um, and, and Yeah, well, yeah. I'll tell you, that's exactly what it does for me. Every Aww. day that I see your, every time I see your post, I'm like, this is, it's so good. It's so smart and witty. And I'm like, I keep on like, I'm like, I gotta get this and I gotta get this. And um, you're so cute. I think Thank you're you so doing, um, it's an amazing project slash whatever you want to career, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever startup business, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. Part of uh, me and my wife, whenever we're going around to craft shops and stuff, like we do gravitate very much to anything that's handmade. And I think that's that type of stuff stands out. Yeah. You said it's not supposed to offend anybody. It's all it's wholesome. And that's kind of what when we th talk about creating stuff, too, 
that's kind of what we want. We want something that's wholesome, that's somewhat inspirational. No one is changing the world with these things. But what you're trying to do is make someone's every day a little bit better. And when it's stuff like that, that whether it's artwork sitting in your house that you can look at before you leave when you're grabbing your keys, like it's all stuff like that that makes you smile and it goes a long way. So that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, you guys! Yes. Oh, Yay! So no, seriously. On a side note, right we lo- I so absolutely sweet. love love your stuff. That's why I was like, I don't. I know she doesn't know me, but I'm gonna reach out to her anyways. Oh and, my gosh, I love it, and, and I feel it, like we became best friends in like one sitting. Yeah, so. we started talking about marriage and boys and everything. Does also so this fun stuff, which we can. Yeah, we could totally do like ten podcasts on that. Totally. Yeah. But you also, you know, I liked the fact that you're doing something. I mean, you know, we've interviewed. 16 15 16 people and mm-hmm. you're you're unique you know and it's cool Thank to meet you. people that's the kind of whole point of this right to meet south yeah. asians that are doing unique things and, that's really um, cool. and you are definitely one of those and so you know like that means so much like honestly yeah very um, proud i make these even things. though i just met you i'm very proud of you, Thank you. <laughs> that's so sweet i love it no it's, an it's auntie it's... auntie to be proud no i'm so proud i'm so proud of you guys like this is incredible like it's I, been fun yeah i just i think it's amazing and like you know even when you were like oh this is my producer nazar and i'm like to find a partnership like that like blows my mind you know what you know what nazar i should have sent you i he's but he's my little brother i should have sent him a rock uh rakshad london thing totally oh. forgot. i'll send you well a i have extra ones oh so. yeah done, done. Um, okay. What are you not very good at? Ooh, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me an easier question. We could be here all day. Um, <laughs> I am not good at, so I'm very like detail oriented to specifics. Like if it's something that doesn't interest me, I won't remember it. Selective Meetings, memory. I'm, if you like ask any coworker of mine, I'm either don't know about the meeting or I'm late to the meeting. Nice. Uh, I'm horrible at meetings. I'm horrible at reading emails. So if it's a long email, I won't read it. And then I'll hope that if it's important enough, somebody will come and tell me what is needed, which I understand is very irritating. And I apologize to everybody who had to deal with it. Um, (laughs) I am bad at being on time. Yeah. I always last minute find something to preoccupy myself with and then get completely lost in it. (laughs) So basically you're the epitome of IST. Yes, nice. I am IST Sum it up. in a nutshell. Yes. If there's something that like, you know, somebody's like, this is very important to me and I need you to do this and I need you to do this, I will do it. It's sure. just, unless I get that forewarning, I will just kind of Cruise be along. on my own little, yeah. live in my own little world. God, yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah. And I'm sure like, I'm sure once I leave this podcast, I'm going to like text you all of these things that I'm like, realize I'm bad at as I go on <laughs> in my day. Like, oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> well, I, I got to say you're the first guest to, to give us a list. Most people are like, oh, you know, this or that or. No, so, I have so many things I'm bad at. It's incredible. You know what? It, it's all yeah. of us. For real. <laughs> um, okay. Next question. So how good is your Gujarati for real? Um, I think it's fairly decent. Um, I am, I am a little bit proud of my Gujarati just because we're four generations removed. Like my grandparents, my parents were born in Africa. Oh, wow. I was born in London, but my grandma lived with us when we were growing up to the age of 10. So I can, I can Gujarati. Nice. <laughs> you can Gujarati. I like that. Is That's that, is it something that you're going to carry forward to the next generation? You think, you know, I think it's going to be a tough one. Um, because even I, I could just be making this up, but I feel like 
the way kids pick up Gujarati is if they don't have any other option. Like we couldn't mm. talk to my grandma in, in English. She just didn't understand it. Um, yeah. Whereas when you have even parents who don't speak English, but they understand English, kids will not pick up the language because they know they can get away with speaking English and oh, be yeah. completely fine. Sure, um, yeah. So it would be really tough to pass yeah. that down, but it would be incredible to pass it down. So if there's a yeah. way in the future that that's possible, hell yeah, I would definitely love to do that. Um, what is your favorite word? In general. Uh, oh no, in general is not my favorite word. I was asking if like- <laughs> I was like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I'm like, in general, you're going a bit Usually broad with that. Usually people are like energy me. and yes. like positivity. You're like, I don't know, the Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say, pancake? Yeah, pancakes. It's a very, like it's the to the point. Pancake. You know exactly what it means. It is a great word. And you're down to eat them whatever. I wish I would have thought about this a little earlier because there are words that I'm like, that is a great word. How about you know? fetch? <laughs> Girl, quit trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> I know. Come on. It's Mean no, Girls Day. I know. I love it. I had to put in that quote. Um, oh, can I come back to that of one? Of course. Of okay. course. What profession other than your own would you like to try? Is also a fantastic question. Not pig castrator. No, that's off I think the table. That I think is that's out. The least favorite job. I would love. Actually, I thought about this before. I would love to um, write and perform in like skits, like um, SNL. That yeah, would be improv the skits, dream. Skits. I think that would be really not forever, but just for a little bit to just come on. You can, you can do, do that. it. And there's in San Francisco, you've got a big scene for stuff like that. Is I mean, most big cities have it, but you could definitely join an improv troop there no i mean like i would want to do it for snl <laughs> this yeah. is like pie in the sky right you said anything right yeah, throw, yeah. you know no, what throw true. it out throw it out thing. there you never know that would be my thing we're I gonna make it to... happen yeah you guys help me make that happen i just want like again i don't want to always do it because i feel like it'd be super stressful all the time mm -hmm. but to just like yeah. hop in work with these incredible people and just yeah like go and go and do that this is and then ultimately have your own uh nightly talk show have my own right you know I don't think I could do what you guys do. Oh, I, you could. It's so impressive. Yeah. It's no, what we do is like, it's like. Last question. If yes. heaven exists, yes. what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates or, you know, if you believe in reincarnation, whatever. That is so funny. Cause I randomly just told a friend like out of nowhere, I was like, you know what I want to do when I go to heaven, I would love for God or whoever's up there to debrief me on what the hell just happened down here. Uh, you know, like yeah. on all of those questions, like I could just have like a one-on-one -on -one for like a week maybe or however long it takes or just have them there for any question that comes up yeah. to be like, yeah. so what was that all about? So yeah. like, you know, the Bermuda yeah. Triangle, what happened there? You know, yeah. like just come up with these random- What like, happened to he, Amelia he... Earhart? Exactly. Just like, <laughs> no, like everything, like what really happened Who here? shot Kennedy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yep. I think that. Would I mean, be... I don't know if you'd be ready. He'd be like, "Let me play the PowerPoint for oh, you." He or he or she in his R. He or she. Yes. It, I know. 2018. And I would ask for elevator pitches, you know, because I don't have yeah. the attention span. Like God, come on, I'd speed like, this come up. On, come on, layman's terms. I'm only dead for so long. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, there's a few options you have between Ganesh and Lakshmi, and you yeah. Know, so I'm sure one of them can figure it out. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, this has been so great. Yay. Cool. Thanks, guys, so much. This has been so fun. But, Simi, I want to talk to you at some point later on, just me and you as a girlfriend. So we'll I would love that. that. Yes. I would absolutely love that. And I'd like to do a girlfriend. Nizar is actually a good girlfriend.
right. Thanks again to Simi Patel for coming on and talking with us about Paper Samosa. And of course, you can check out her Insta at paper.samosa or go to her website, papersamosa.com. Get some merch. Like if this is if you're even if you're not part of um, Indian Pakistani Guju culture, like there's stuff on there that is really funny, really uplifting uh, gifts that you want to give onesies like it's hilarious. It's very much worth your time to check her out. Yeah, and it's just, it, it's such a cool, I mean, I don't want to call it a project. It's, a, it's, it's, what she's doing is very unique. It's amazing. I know there's a lot of people doing this kind of thing, but I feel like something about her stuff stands out and just, yeah, go out and support her. Check it out. And, and check us out. Check us out online oh, wait, as well. Wait, wait, check us out. Are we unique? Are we cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're cool. Check us yeah. out uh, at Ami Tuckered Out everywhere. Or email us your stories and good you puns uh, at uh, amituckeredout at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, or, or find us individually. I am at Nizar Babul, N-I-Z-A-R-B-A-B-U-L. And stay tuned. We'll be back uh, in the next uh, week. In the next few episodes, we're going to have some pretty awesome people as well. Uh, yeah. Nizar, you're coming back next week, right? To hang with me. Yeah. I'm, that, I'm the super awesome person okay. I was referring to. Yeah. That's good. Thank you guys for listening. This is Ami Tuckered Out.